You're listening to the Wrestling Takeover. What is your name? With your host, Jordan Turner, who's always going to keep it real. Come on, King. Inside and outside the ring. Let me make myself clear. He's got the band behind him, King. It's time to take over, King. Are you ready? He's all fired up now, King. Take over. Let's go. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? My name is Jordan Turner, and this is my podcast, The Wrestling Takeover, where you get your honest opinions, where you get a lot of creativity. I cover all the latest news and rumors. I do fantasy bookings. Uh, I also do casual conversations and all of the wrestling reviews, as you will be getting on this new episode of the wrestling takeover for your official monday night raw review results and analysis this was a good episode of raw <laughs> you feel it you feel the buzz about the wwe product it's just honestly it's a great feeling as a fan we've seen the return of johnny gargano great to see johnny wrestling back rebel heart played on a pa system I just popped. I smiled from ear to ear. It was uh, it was just great to see him back. Back home in WWE. Hopefully, Candice LeRae can come back as well. We also seen the return of Trish Stratus, the GOAT. So that was great to see her, man. She never aged one bit. She looks great. And it was great to see her. It looks like, again, I might be fantasy booking here, but... Uh, from the looks of things, you might be getting Trish Stratus versus Bailey very soon. And that's something I would love to see. So that was great. We also seen an interaction between uh, Beth Phoenix and Rhea Ripley. I want to see that match. If Triple H can make that happen. And uh, towards the end of 2022, early 2023, I'm not going to complain. I'm really not. So... Uh, that's something that I would really love to see. Overall, though, in regards to Monday Night Raw tonight, it really flowed well. Uh, we've seen a great match with Dolph Ziggler and Finn Balor. Two great pro wrestlers, a master at their craft, telling a story, and the crowd was fully invested. Um, it was just a great match overall. we also seen um, Austin Theory tonight. Good to see Austin Theory come back. And so much more. So I would appreciate if you guys can go out, subscribe, uh, listen, and share on all audio podcast platforms. Uh, be sure to also check out my newest article that I just dropped uh, today, actually. Uh, it was the newest article on DiscussPW.com. And it had to do with me ranking my top 10 favorite pro wrestlers of all time. Very controversial list, but if you guys can go out and check it out, I would really appreciate it. Again, it is on DiscussPW.com. Uh, also, too, follow me on Twitter at JT Takeover and follow me on Instagram at The Wrestling Takeover. I appreciate the new followers on IG. I love y'all. Nothing but blessings. Appreciate it. Uh, again, uh, the podcast if you're new and you're a new listener i mean i'm gonna give you guys my very best each and every week giving you guys honesty giving you guys uh the creativity 
I'm one of the most creative people within the wrestling community. Um, and I'm going to be myself. No matter if you agree or disagree with my opinions, we all have that same love and passion. And that's pro wrestling. So we had a great night tonight with Monday Night Raw. We kicked it off with the cameraman running in Gorilla, uh, where Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle were brawling. Uh, we've seen road agents and referees try to split in the back and split them up, but it wasn't happening. They went by ringside. Uh, they were in the crowd. They were going crazy. And uh, it was just great to see this. I love that Monday Night Raw started off hot. And this rivalry with Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins has had so many layers to it. I appreciate that. It's funny because in the re-administration with Vince McMahon, Vince McMahon didn't really give Seth Rollins and Matt Riddle a lot of time to develop a story. And what was Triple H's main priority for this new administration from a creative standpoint? Character development and storylines. We are actually getting a story with Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. And it's perfect. Can't really complain about it. Um, again, they were brawling in the crowd, brawling on the ramp. And it was just a great way to start off. Uh, Monday Night Raw. I cannot wait for Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle. They're going to put on a banger. And this possibly can potentially be one of the best matches uh, that WWE has ever put on this year, if given enough time. Like I said, we actually kicked off with that brawl, but we had another uh, promo interaction. We have the GOAT, Trish Stratus. She makes her way and she gets on the microphone. The crowd went crazy. For their hometown girl. Love Trish Raddus. Um, I consider her. The greatest of all time. Uh, slightly above Sasha Banks. In my personal opinion. I think Sasha Banks is two in my eyes. But uh, Trish Raddus. Can't really duplicate Trish Raddus. And boy. <laughs> that girl looked good. That girl looked good man. Uh, she looked great. Tonight. Great to see Trish Raddus. And uh, this actually was a good opening promo uh, to kick off Monday Night Raw. Uh, she says that it feels great to be here, to be home. And she's not talking about Toronto. But in this instance, she's talking about the ring between these ropes. And it'll always feel like home here. She sounded cool, calm, collected to Trish Stratus. Uh, she cut a solid promo. Uh, she's been doing a lot of thinking as of late, and I'm thinking to myself, hmm. Again, I'll get to that after this segment was over. Uh, enters Bailey, uh, followed by Dakota Kai and EO Sky. I love all three of these women. Awesome to see all these three uh, in the ring with Trish Stratus. It was actually a cool moment here. We come back from commercial, and Bailey's on the microphone. She talks about being in the ring with Trish freaking Stratus. And all three of them fangirls over Trish Stratus before Bailey asked what she's even doing here. Trish Stratus says that there's a kind of a big deal matchup here later tonight involving Edge and Damian Priest. And she's here to give her fellow Terranian um, Edge a little support. Uh, and further, she had something to say which leads to Dakota to tell her that nobody cares what she has to say, which is Cap. Uh, Bailey says Stratus has been one of them all weekend 
And this is in their ring and their show. And now she is the past. So who the hell thinks she is? And nobody gives a shit about Trish Stratus. Again, Cap. She says this is Trish Stratus as Bianca Belair actually enters. She comes in, crowd pop for Bianca. People love Bianca. How can you hate Bianca Belair? And boy, she looked good too, man. All these women looked great in this uh, segment. Figuratively and literally. Uh, Bianca Belair says, Bailey isn't in the same stratosphere. And Trish Stratus walked so they can all run. So she needs to be thanking her and stop being disrespectful. That's facts. Uh, Bailey knows that, obviously. Uh, Bianca says, but she can defend herself. And Stratus says that she can real quick go from I am retired to I was retired. If she doesn't stop running her mouth. Uh, we've seen Bailey. Uh, she takes her jacket off and attempts to pretty much get riled up. And again, it looks like we're getting or slowly getting a tease for a potential matchup between Trish Stratus and Bailey. I'm all for it. So Bailey takes her jacket off and calls her stupid for being outnumbered. But Stratus says she and Bianca make two. Enter Alexa Bliss and Asuka and further tag team champions. Uh, Alexa and Asuka make four. Uh, Bailey says that she's lucky she's feeling generous and she'll let them slide on this one. And she'll see the three of them at Cardiff. Trish says that if she even makes it to Cardiff and clash at the castle, good luck. This was a great segment to kick off Monday Night Raw. I really enjoyed it. Um, and this was a great promo. I've been loving this feud with Bianca Belair. And, uh, you know, you got EO Sky, Dakota Kai, Bailey, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka. Uh, this feud has been really exciting. Now, Bianca Belair is not defending her title, and that's fine to me. She doesn't need to always defend her championship. I think this is a great use of all of these women. I can't wait for this match at Cardiff. This is very exciting. But, but, if you guys listened to my podcast uh, yesterday, last night, regarding me fantasy booking WrestleMania 39, I fantasy booked Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks. I really believe Triple H should make that happen. So Papa H, if you can make that happen, I'd appreciate it. I think that is what calls for a WrestleMania match. Uh, they have beef. They have a story there to Sasha Banks and Trish Stratus. But before we get that, before we get that, everybody felt it. We all felt this. A potential matchup between Bailey and Trish Stratus. Take my money. Take it. I would love to see this match play out. And honestly, I would love to see it take place at the Royal Rumble. I would love that. The Royal Rumble is a perfect place for Bailey versus Trish Stratus. Now, will it happen? I don't know. Probably not. But I would love to see Bailey versus Trish Stratus. Maybe this year. We don't know. But it's definitely being teased. Um, they keep teasing it on social media. And I would love to see it. So let's do it. We get Trish Stratus versus Bailey first. 
And then that eventually leads us to Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania 39. Triple H, pull that trigger. Next up, this actually culminated to the first opening match of the night. This was Alexa Bliss and Asuka versus Dakota Kai and Io Sky. WWE Women's Tag Team Championship Tournament Semi-Finals. Uh, this match... This match was solid. Again, I want to try to be transparent as I honestly can. I want to be brutally honest with you guys. I thought this was solid. I really did. Um, at the end of the day, though, Dakota Kai and EO Sky get the win via pinfall with the schoolboy from Sky on Asuka. I pitched. <laughs> I pitched. Last night. With my WrestleMania 39 fantasy booking card. I pitched that EO Sky should go one-on-one -on -one with Asuka. And that have to be a number one contenders match for the Raw Women's Championship. The winner of that gets first dibs at the champion after WrestleMania. Will that happen? Of course not. But that is something that I would love to see. EO Sky and Asuka go 1v1. Crowd popped. When these two women enter the ring, it's something I would love to see. I really would love to see that matchup, but I don't I don't think that's going to happen. Now, um, again, the overall match was solid for me. It was cool. Um, but, you know, Asuka losing, I mean, kind of saw this coming, right? Asuka and Alexa, they aren't going to beat uh, Bailey's girls. This just was not going to happen. You feel me? Uh, I think Dakota Kai and Io Sky are uh, they're going to go to the finals. And I think they're going to win the chip. I think they're going to win the women's tag team titles. Now, the thing is, Sasha Banks, and this is what I think Triple H is going to do. I think Io Sky and Dakota Kai are going to win that match. They are going to win the women's tag team championships. After the match is over, at Cardiff, that is when we will see the return of Sasha Banks and Naomi, and that crowd is going to go crazy. Gonna go crazy. I can't wait. I'm very excited. Uh, a lot of people within the IWC have been kind of pitching that idea. Um, I've been pitching that idea as well. We all have, and I think that is when we will be seeing the return of Sasha Banks and Naomi, they will be in the women's tag team tournament. Um, you know, they'll be in the division. Not the tournament, but the division. Uh, because Triple H obviously is not getting rid of that tag team title. So, it is what it is. But, that's what I think is going to happen. We'll see. But, I want to comment on something i see in this video floating around. I've been adding video clips um, to my podcast. And I will be continuing to do so. This was a video clip of Trish Stratus uh, responding to Bailey following an event of Monday Night Raw tonight. So let's check it out. It's been an amazing night here in Toronto because, well, it's been stratified with WWE Hall of Famer Trish Stratus in your home town of Toronto, what has it been like being back in front of the WWE Universe? Well, the obvious answer has been stratifying, of course, but uh, no, it's been fantastic. We've, gosh, 
this Scotiabank Arena for me is, has a lot of memories. You know, I had my retirement match here and I had a farewell match with Charlotte Flair. So coming back here tonight and not getting my butt kicked was nice. And uh, just like the hometown welcome, it's always really special. Yeah, and you certainly stood up to Bailey. Yeah, she's, um, she's got some issues apparently. She's a tough cookie, right? <laughs> well, let's we'll talk see. about, no, we'll see. <laughs> this past weekend at the WWE events throughout Canada, you also were there. I mean, you've been going for the last couple, couple days. I mean, we are so ecstatic to have you back. What is it like on, for you? Oh, honestly, coming back and, you know, just, you know, dipping my toe in the waters is always nice. Returning to the uh, WWE universe and the welcome they give me is always so special. And, like, because sometimes you walk up, do they remember me? Do you guys remember me? But they do, and it's amazing. Uh, the live events, what a great tour. We, you know, we got to tour. And just seeing my colleagues and superstars, you know, working with different people that I haven't interacted with before was super fun. And meeting the new girls and, you know, putting them in their place, some of them. <laughs> it was great, man. Uh, great promo about your Stratus. I don't want to make it too long, kind of want to keep it pushing here, but those are Trish Stratus's thoughts on um, uh, Bailey. I definitely see Bailey versus Trish Stratus very soon. I just wanted to put that in the, the podcast, guys. I'm going to start putting a lot more audio in regards to uh, what happens on the show and kind of give you guys my expertise, opinion, quick opinion on uh, what we hear via audio. Uh, so, like I said, Dakota Kai, Eos guy, they get the win. I think we're going to see um, Sasha Banks and Naomi at Cardiff. Uh, Eos guy and Dakota Kai are going to win the women tag team titles. And then that is where we see Sasha Banks and Naomi. Let's move on. We've seen Dolph Ziggler. He's interviewed in Gorilla. Uh, he says that he's been doing this for a long time. Highs and lows. And he could admit that Theory was the better man last week. But he just wants to help. Judgment Day rolls up and Finn Balor tells him that he makes him sick. Guys like him and Rey Mysterio who attach themselves to up-and-coming stars to keep themselves afloat. And there's nothing that Dolph Ziggler can't teach him. <laughs> kind of a bar right there. Finn Balor, a little jab hit Dolph Ziggler there. Uh, Ziggler says that there's one thing that he can teach him. And he holds off and slaps the fuck out of Finn Balor. He slaps the piss out of Finn Balor. Whew, that was crazy. So, Dolph Ziggler asks if he's going to sit his ass down like a little bitch or come to the ring and make his entrance. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, we had Ziggler versus Finn Balor. This match was awesome. This was what I like to call a banger. Finn Balor is fantastic. An awesome professional wrestler. Dolph Ziggler... He's one of the best sellers in the game. He's one of the most underutilized pro wrestlers in the game. Um, you can even say Finn Balor is that as well, too. Both of them are. If I'm Triple H, and I'm being serious, I really am. I would love to see Dolph Ziggler get one more big push to the top of the card. One more big push. I think Dolph Ziggler deserves it. I think he's been putting in the work. And I would love to see it. I really would. So if Triple H, Stephanie, anybody in WWE ever listens to what I have to say on the podcast, if you guys listen to the Wrestling Takeover, I'm just saying, I'm just throwing out ideas. I would love to see Dolph Ziggler get one big major push on the top of the card. But Finn Balor, Dolph Ziggler, 
put on a banger at the end, though. Finn Balor got the win via pinfall, via a coup de grace. And that's that. Next up, we got Aaliyah. She is interviewed backstage. She says that she's a badass and Raquel is blank. She didn't finish. So she's kind of throwing shade, sort of, at Raquel there. Um, but they're a tag team, and they're still in the mix for the women's tag team titles. That's that. Bailey then rolls up with her girls, and she runs the interview off. Uh, Bailey asks if she was watching their match earlier to get some tips for their match on uh, Friday Night SmackDown and asks where Raquel is. Aaliyah says none of their business, and Eel Sky says she either is real stupid or real brave to show up alone on their show. That was cool. I liked it. EO Sky really doesn't need to say a lot of things on the promo, but when she says something, it's impactful. I love EO Sky. She's great. She's awesome. Uh, next up, we actually seen Tristrata. She rolls up and says that she's not alone and acts Bailey. When she's going to return to action, there you go. There's a tease right there. We're going to get Trish Radis versus Bailey, one way or another. I can't wait. Uh, she asks Bailey when she's going to return to action. Aaliyah challenges her to a match tonight, and Bailey agrees and then leaves. That's that. I can't wait, man. You know, you're not going to put Trish Radis up there with Bailey in a segment and not tease a possible matchup. And like I said, we got we got Charlotte versus Trish. We had Bailey potentially now facing Trish. I'm going to continue to say this. We need to get Trish Stratus versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania 39. Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, anybody that is listening to me, I know you guys have seen my tweets regarding it. I fantasy booked it. Yesterday on my show in regards to fantasy booking the WrestleMania 39 card. And I had a lot of people compliment my card. I love it. I appreciate the support. Uh, we need to get Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus. Because I was thinking, right? I took a while to come up with this card that I came up with. The only match that I can come up with Sasha Banks, if she's not in the world title scene, has already had that covered, was Trish Stratus. Or, poss excuse me, possibly Bailey. Possibly Bailey versus Sasha Banks at WrestleMania 39. But I would rather go with Sasha Banks versus Trish Stratus. So we'll see what happens. Enough talking about that. Uh, we've seen Adam Pierce. He walks by who's showing some security guards and a picture of Dexter Loomis. Listen, I don't know what the fuck is going on with Dexter Loomis, but this shit is great. The way they are utilizing Dexter Loomis is awesome. Uh, Alpha Academy make their entrance. Uh, they were issuing an open challenge. Chad Gable, he gets on the mic and shushes the crowd, telling him, shut up. I love that. Uh, he says that he has an important announcement that the first time since intermission, uh, the Alpha Academy is accepting new students and he's starting his search right here in Canada. He's starting to regret it because the only thing that he's found in Toronto is washed up ex-hockey players hooked up on Tim Horsens. I don't know what that is. Okay. Uh, he's found no talent in Canada, so he's going to take whatever 
he can get in this open challenge. I mean, you can't say that, Chad Gable. Not expect KO. Not expect Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens came out. This man got a big pop from the crowd. Hometown boy. Uh, big pop from the crowd. They loved KO here. I loved it. But most importantly, look at the shirt that Kevin Owens was wearing. The shirt that Kevin Owens was wearing had the NXT KO. He had the Titantron KO. Kevin Owens fight, fight Owens fight stuff. I loved it. You can tell Triple H is going to push Kevin Owens to the moon. I feel Kevin Owens is going to have a resurgence in the main event scene in 2023. Mark my words. So Chad Gable versus Kevin Owens open challenge. This was solid for what it was for the time it was given. Uh, we come back from commercial. We see Gable with rolling German suplexes. Owen throws one of his own and puts Chad into the turnbuckles. We see him trading strikes uh, with reversal, pump handle slam. And we see a neck breaker off the top, frog splash. And Gable obviously cannot stay down because he kicked out. Kevin Owens was doing everything that he could here. Uh, Chad applied a German suplex for near fall. Uh, KO popped up, uh, jerking for position was Kevin Owens and Chad Gable here with an avalanche fisherman buster by KO. That was awesome. What a cool spot. At the end, though, Kevin Owens, he got the win. Deservedly so. It's his hometown. Vince McMahon, you know, you can't actually book people to lose in their hometown. They have to actually win. So that's what Triple H is doing. The new administration for Triple H. Triple H ain't playing no games. I'm going to repeat that real soon. Kevin Owens got the win. Post-match, Otis uh, blindsides Owens and lays him out. But KO was able to put him into the ring post. Kevin Owens stalks after Gable. Um, we've seen Otis uh, blindside him again and takes him back inside where Owens then hits the center. Chad rushes in. KO then power bombs him into Otis awesome spot crowd goes crazy love Kevin Owens he'll be just fine Judgment Day cut a promo backstage Rhea Ripley looking thick Rhea Ripley's awesome love Rhea Ripley especially what happened at the end of the, the show more Rhea Ripley please uh, Rhea Ripley says that they're going to beat everybody up until they learn their lesson and Dominic Mysterio was starting to look like uh, the beating he's eaten from Rhea Ripley. I mean, a lot of people would love to get their ass beat by Rhea Ripley. I mean, I'm not, you know, I'd love to do something with Rhea Ripley. Moving on. Uh, so we talked about uh, how Dominic is getting his ass beat, or she is talking about how Dominic is getting his ass beat. And for the first time in a decade, the hero returns home to Toronto, and it's going to be Edge's last match because Priest is going to send him packing into retirement so it was a great promo by Rhea Ripley I know Rhea Ripley has actually been uh, called out on her promo ability I think this heel turn really has I would say improved the microphone skills of Rhea Ripley Rhea Ripley still isn't the best um, but she's solid on the microphone she can handle her own especially with this character change it really uh, improved her microphone ability. I loved it. Thought this was a great, short, sweet type of promo from Rhea Ripley. 
I've seen a lot of people mention this. And after thinking about it for a couple minutes, I actually agree with these people. Uh, they mentioned that they kind of feel like Triple H is booking Rhea Ripley to be the next China in terms of the way she is being positioned. You know? I kind of agree. I could see Triple H doing that. I really could. I really could. Uh, is Rhea Ripley the next China? No. Because we love China over here, but China couldn't wrestle. Rhea Ripley, she could wrestle. But she has that built. She has that look. And I love it. Love Rhea Ripley. Uh, again, great promo by her. We have uh, Aaliyah. She makes her entrance. She went right to commercial. Uh, Aaliyah is a waste of time. We all know that. Uh, no disrespect to her, but no one really cares for her. Uh, we come back from commercial commentary. Updates us on Gigi Dolan's injury and the second chance match to replace Toxic Attraction in the tournament. Yes, breaking news. Gigi Dolan is unable to compete for the women's tag team titles. That's actually a bummer. I love Toxic Attraction. I think they're great. Um, and again, I've said it for a while, man. They need to get rid of the women's tag team titles, but that's not going to happen. I think their best interests should get rid of those titles. And you need to introduce a mid-card women's championship for that division. I am always going to stand on that. I think that's what they should do. But I'm not on the creative team. I'm not Triple H. So I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Why? Because he's Triple H. That's why. And he has a record of proving everybody wrong. The women's tag team titles we know are a mistake. You do not need them. We all can agree on that. But it's Triple H. He's going to make the best out of any situation that he's in right now. He's not getting rid of those titles. That would piss a lot of people off. And he knows that. So we'll have to see what happens. Let's give him a shot. We'll see what he can do with those tag team titles. Next matchup, we had Aaliyah versus Bailey. This was explanatory. Bailey wins via pinfall via the Rose Plant. Um, I'm always honest with you guys. This is my show. I can say what I want. I mean what I say, too, as well. I think Aaliyah is very, uh, is a very beautiful woman. Uh, but fucking, she sucks. She sucks in the ring. She's not good. Um, no disrespect, but, you know, you can't really say, oh, she sucks, and then come out and say no disrespect. But, I mean, I'm watching the match with my own two eyes. She's not good, everybody. She's not that good. Uh, controversial with what I'm about to say. I think she's still... In the WWE. Because she's pretty. Uh, that's just how I feel. That's how I feel. Um, I watched the match like I said. Like everybody else. This was just not a good match. I think Aaliyah has potential. I really do. But she's been doing this game for years. And you're still not that good. You know people shit on Alexa Bliss. People shit on Carmella. But at least they've given us some good matches throughout their career. I can't name you not one um, Aaliyah match that has 
drawn interest. I mean, for God's sake, you guys, uh, she came out and had no reaction. And she's from Toronto, Canada. I'm going to keep it moving. So we've seen Tommaso Ciampa and The Miz. They make their entrance. Uh, we've seen AJ Styles and Bobby Lashley versus The Miz and Tommaso Ciampa. This makes sense. Do I like this match? Eh, it, it is what it is, but it, it does make sense when you really look at it. Uh, this was a solid tag team match as well, too. We had a lot of wrestling matches tonight. A lot of long wrestling matches, and I love it. I really do. Uh, again, this was a solid match. So we're going to take it toward the middle of the end, man. Uh, we've seen Lashley. Uh, he's getting hot, laying out Ciampa with the lariat after lariat, blasting Miz with the uh, back elbows, shoulder trust, DDT reversal, STO combo on both men, uh, putting uh, Tommaso Ciampa into the post. Back inside, Bobby Lashley lands himself up, but Miz saves his best friend, Tommaso Ciampa. Back inside, Willow's bell by Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, off the ropes, we've seen a spear. Miz breaks it up. AJ Styles, he runs off onto the floor, and a man trust jump from the barricade and attacks Styles, but security drags him away. Dexter Loomis appears out of the crowd and drags the Miz off as the referee calls for the match. <laughs> Dexter Loomis is great. Triple H is booking Dexter Loomis very well. This was hilarious. This was funny as hell. <laughs> like, dog. <laughs> just the way the Miz was selling it, the way Miz uh, just was being it, just manhandled. He was being manhandled here. This was great. Uh, he's getting adulted. That's what the Miz was doing. He was getting uh, just. It was great. All right. That's all I'm saying. It was great. Uh, Dexter Loomis is doing this to everybody. Um, I think we are going to get Dexter Loomis versus AJ Styles pretty soon. I see people saying Clash at the Castle. Dexter Loomis versus AJ Styles. I don't think that might be the case. If it happens, great. If not, it is what it is. Uh, I think we might get AJ Styles versus Dexter Loomis on Monday Night Raw soon. Maybe at the Clash. We'll see what happens. Maybe next week. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, the match obviously goes to a no contest due to the outside interference. Post-match, uh, Tommaso tries to fight the baby faces off but gets laid out for his troubles. We come back from commercial break. Let me play this because this shit was electric. This was electric as hell. Um, it was just a great, great thing to see here. Uh, Johnny Gargano, he returned. This was fucking awesome. This was awesome. Great way to see Johnny Gargano come back. Let's play the clip here.
Johnny Gargano is back home. Johnny Gargano is back home. Triple H. You thought Triple H really was going to say, you know what, Gargano? Yeah, go, go to AEW. Fuck no. Absolutely not. Johnny, get your ass back over here. I love it. Oh, my goodness. This was great. Johnny Gargano is back. Uh, crowd went crazy for it. This was awesome. Uh, we actually seen uh, Johnny Gargano. Uh, he was cutting a promo. All right, so we cut a promo. I want to actually play uh, this audio as well regarding uh, Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, let me find it here, ladies and gentlemen. Crowd going crazy, man. I'm, I'm, I'm watching the video back. Oh, man, this was great. Let me look for it. Let's see. Where Johnny wrestling at? Johnny wrestling. Johnny wrestling. I'll I'll I'll, uh, I'll keep looking for it. But um, this was great. Johnny wrestling's back. It looks like he might be feuding with Austin Theory. It looks like he might be feuding with Austin Theory, which I don't mind. I really don't. Um. Like I said, Austin Theory came out. Um, he gets in the ring, and we get a chant of "Who's your daddy?" chant. Uh, Austin Theory says that he has a lot that has happened in nine months. Gargano says he's watched Theory, and it's good to see him and how he's changed. Austin says everybody knows recounts of his career beats, uh, pointing out that he's done a significant chunk of what Johnny Gargano dreamed of, and says that he couldn't have done it of any of it without him. It's almost like now Austin is the veteran and Johnny is the rookie. He can be stand behind him and carry his bags if he wants, or even better, just carry the money in the bank. Briefcase. But for now, for old time's sake, he wants a high five, and Johnny Gargano lays him out with a super kick. Of course he says, and of course he has a super kick. Of course he did. You love to see it. You really do. This was great. This was great. Johnny Gargano was back. I'm very excited. I'm very happy that he's back home. Uh, Triple H is getting his people. We actually have a Johnny Gargano interview here, and I want to play it for everybody. Johnny Gargano back in a WWE ring here on Monday Night Raw in Toronto. The WWE Universe was ready for it as well, ready and waiting. And they already started. Johnny Wrestling is back. I know, I know. Talk to me about it. It's, I'm still at a loss for words. Uh, I don't know. When, when you're away for so long, I was away for nine months, as I said. And I was kind of just changing diapers and watching Bluey and doing the dad thing for a and long time. congratulations, of Thank course. Thank you so much. He's absolutely adorable. Uh, and it's just one of those things where you just don't know if people are going to remember who you are. And, yeah, I was here for a long time in NXT, and I did a lot of cool things. But there's still that big part of me who was just a nervous wreck all day because I was like, hopefully, hopefully at least one person remembers who I am. And then to stand there and watch my name come up on the Tron and see people go nuts, I'm like, man, it's just, it's really a relief, though. <laughs> I feel like a huge weight is lifted off my shoulders now because people remember who I am. And uh, now it's time to get to work. Yeah, of course. Like, yeah. like you said, the WWE Universe definitely has not forgotten you. Mm, now, you talked about, you know, all the accolades you've done in the past as well as how special Toronto is here. 
let's talk about the future. What are you hoping to accomplish? Well, I said that I came back for a lot of different reasons, but first of all, I wanted to be Intercontinental Champion, United States Champion, WWE Champion. I want to wrestle at WrestleMania. And there's only one place you can do that, and that's here in WWE. That's why I came back. That's why I am beyond proud to be here. And just, I am such a ball of energy right now because I just went out there for the first time. Literally, I've been sitting at home doing nothing for nine months. No diapers, remember? Just diapers, just <laughs> diapers. And they're, I mean, they're, you know diapers. Yeah. There's no good diapers, I promise. But yeah, I'm so over the moon. I'm so excited. And I'm really excited, honestly, now to... Uh, go back home and see my baby. I think he was watching, he might be sleeping. He got a chant tonight. There's a baby wrestling chant in a WWE ring. Yeah, score one for him. He's gonna appreciate it when he gets older. I'm gonna be like, hey, watch this tape. Absolutely. Watch this VHS. Baby wrestling. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. Well, welcome back. Thank We're you. so happy Thank to see you. you and can't wait to see what the future holds. Yeah, let's go, let's go. <laughs> I love it, man. He looks so happy. I wanna play that whole clip, guys. I wanted to do that. Um, Again, I want to start adding a lot of clips uh, to the podcast and then just giving you guys my honest uh, views and opinions on it. So, <laughs> we'll see what happens, man. Uh, Johnny Gargano's back. If you guys, um, yeah, man, uh, I pitched WrestleMania fantasy booking. I had DIY versus Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Versus the Usos in a three-way dance TLC match for the tag team titles. Unified tag team titles. We'll see what happens. Um, but, yeah, we had... Um, it's just... This Raw was good. This Raw was good. It was fun. It was unpredictable. Uh, so, speaking of Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory. You know, they have the way. Um, looks like Austin Theory's next feud is going to be against Johnny Gargano. I'm fine with that. People are really not fans of Austin Theory. I do not understand why. Put your pettiness, put your bullshit to the side and appreciate what Austin Theory can bring to the table. He is a pillar for this company, as well as Johnny Gargano and others as well. But it looks like we're going to get the way, man. We're going to get a feud between these two guys. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. We're going to be putting on bangers of matches. Does Gargano win the briefcase? That's pretty interesting because I feel like if he does, there will be people that are going to go on Twitter and they are going to complain and saying that Triple H is playing favorites with his boys. They will be saying that. So I just wanted to make everybody aware of that. Uh, but great to see Johnny Gargano and Austin Theory versus him. Let's get it. We get uh, an announcement that we will be seeing uh, Kurt Angle, he will be coming out next week. It's great to see Kurt Angle. Can't wait to see what he brings to the table. I don't know what he's going to do. Maybe interaction between Riddle and uh, Rollins. I don't know. I don't really know what else he can be doing. Maybe. Now, maybe. We see Jason Jordan and uh, Chad Gable, Alpha Academy. They come back. I don't know. I'm bullshitting. We'll see uh, what happens here. Maybe Bray Wyatt. I'm going to move on. Because speaking of Bray Wyatt, I pitched on Twitter. It did not happen. But I pitched on Twitter that I would love to have seen uh, Bray Wyatt attack uh, Beth Phoenix by ringside. Just to get Edge's attention. And we get a feud, a rivalry between Edge and Bray Wyatt. But that clearly didn't happen. We had Damian Priest versus Edge. 
This was a banger of a match, man. Fun way to end uh, Monday Night Raw. So Edge got the win via Spear. Post-match, we see Edge get some chairs and set up the Concerto. Uh, but Rhea Ripley appears to low blow him and block the attack. Balor, he preached the Corte Grasse. Beth Phoenix then grabs the chair and settles inside the ring to face off with Judgment Day. Rhea uh, steps to up to Damian Priest, but Damian Priest and um, Finn Balor hold her back. Again, two things. Looks like we're getting Rhea Ripley and uh, Finn Balor versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. And then number two, I think we are getting... Now, I might be wrong, but I think we're going to get Beth Phoenix versus Rhea Ripley. I think that's going to happen. I really do. Uh, and I'm fine with it. I think that's going to be a great match. Again, what a good way to end Monday Night Raw. Um, and yeah, man, Raw's doing good. Raw's doing good. The women's tag team titles. Um uh, Eel Sky and Dakota Kai are winning that title. And then that's where we're going to get Sasha Banks and Naomi. Uh, again, the mixed tag team match, we are most likely going to get at Clash the Castle with Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley versus Edge and Beth Phoenix. I thought it was going to be Finn Balor versus Edge, but it's okay. I'm fine with this. Um, what's it called? Mixed tag team match as well. I'm fine with it. Um, so that's interesting. Dexter Loomis versus AJ Styles is going to be coming soon. And the face-off between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins. These, it's just a great time to be a WWE fan right now. It's very optimism, optimistic uh, with WWE. So we'll see what happens. I'm very excited. Monday Night Raw, though, has a lot of people. They have a lot of people. I feel like Triple H really needs to flush out SmackDown. SmackDown sucks. When it comes to star power. They don't have a lot of star power on that show. That is all Monday Night Raw. Bray Wyatt, I'm predicting he goes to SmackDown. Sasha Banks and Naomi, I'm predicting they go to SmackDown. I know the draft is coming up, but they need to go to SmackDown. Um, I think some people from Monday Night Raw will go to SmackDown as well and vice versa. But when you look at it right now where it stands, SmackDown needs a lot of people right now. They just got Johnny Gargano did Monday Night Raw. Right, all SmackDown had right now so far is Karrion Cross. That's all they got. So we need to see some returns on SmackDown as well. I think we will. I think we are in for another return this Friday night. I can't wait. I'm very excited. We'll see what happens. Candice LeRae, she will be coming back to WWE and she will be involved in the women's division. Uh, obviously on Monday Night Raw because her husband's there. But again, it's a great time to be a WWE fan right now. Very a lot of optimism right now for the WWE product. But ladies and gentlemen, we all have to just be patient. Triple H is changing things. Road Dog, I did see, confirmed that he is on Triple H's team. He's back in the WWE. Good for Road Dog. But Road Dog, you came off as a crybaby, man. You came off as a, you begging for a job for AEW. I don't know if you did that on purpose. Just to get Triple H's reaction, which you probably did. Or you actually were trying to look for a job. But hey, got some connections. Your boy is head of the table, literally, in WWE with Triple H. Are Shawn Michaels in charge as well? 
of NXT. And again, congratulations to Road Dog uh, coming back to WWE. Triple H is getting his people back. It's a great time to be a WWE fan right now. Uh, there's some more changes that need to happen, but we all know what those changes need to be. It's going to take time for Triple H to apply those. Thank you guys for joining me right here on the Wrestling Takeover. I'll see you guys next time.